and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the scripture and the sense podcast episode number 1005 where I simply read the word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible knowledge commentary and or the Matthew Henry commentary. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book of the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading And so, therefore, dear friends, the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened. Today we are reading Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for your holy word. And I pray that you would save those who are lost before we even get into this passage. Help them to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Open the eyes of the blind. Unstop deaf ears as you did for me. Uh, Lord, and I thank you so much for doing so. Uh, For my prayer is that uh, everybody under the the sound of my voice would, uh, for Christians to be revived and for people who don't know you as Savior uh, to be uh, awakened. And to hear and understand the gospel that, Lord Jesus Christ, you preached first and best. And I pray that you will uh, move by the power of your Holy Spirit, Holy Father God, upon the hearts of those who are lost tonight and save their souls and change their lives. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. A dear friend of mine, Jesus Christ said the most important words in the history of the world when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him 
should not perish but have everlasting life. Do you know him as your Savior? In the free pardon of your sins, if you were to die tonight and you could, would you go to heaven or hell? If you say I would go to hell, listen up. If you don't know, listen up. If you're not sure, listen up. And understand with me, according to the Bible, the word of God, you are a sinner. You are evil, just as I am. We have a sinful nature, and we have done evil in God's sight. We have broken his commandments repeatedly. And God takes his commandments in all of his word, Old Testament and New Testament, uh, very seriously. And you will see his word again. Uh, make no mistake about it. Uh, God said in his word, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means that we're all guilty. No matter how educated you are, no matter how pretty you are, uh, no matter how famous you are, we're all sinners. We all have committed sins such as, uh, and we all have broken the commandments of God, such as lying, stealing, robbing, um, lusting after people and things, coveting what other people have. Uh, we have committed such sins as dishonoring and disobeying and disrespecting our parents. We have uh, taken God's name in vain. Uh, many of us have committed adultery and or fornication, having sex with somebody outside of the benefit of marriage. Some have committed homosexuality, an abomination in God's sight. And uh, all of these sins will lead to death and hell. We have a sinful nature. That's why we want to sin all of the time. We have a sin factory in us. We are depraved, wicked, and evil. We create sins on top of sins. We're so wicked. We're never satisfied. The Bible talks about how the heart is never satisfied. So you can have a beautiful wife and have sex with her, and then you'll still want somebody else's wife uh, or somebody else's husband or whatever the case might be. Uh, the more you get of sin, the more you want of it. The Bible says uh, very clearly that uh, the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. We die because of our sinful nature. We cannot go to heaven like this. Something uh, has to be done. Uh, either we go to hell or we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who paid for our sin debt. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, was buried, 
and rose on the third day. He is, as John the Baptist called him, the Lamb of God, the sacrificial Passover Lamb of God for the sins of the whole world, not only the Jews, but the Gentiles. Only God could have thought of this. That's why it is the greatest story ever told. No man could have created this. No man could have put this down in a novel. But many men and women have taken this story and, 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 and did things with it. Uh, but it's based upon this story, the greatest story ever told, the old, old gospel. And so all you have to do, dear friend, your sin debt has been paid. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, has taken away your sin and my sin and everybody else's sin. Makes no difference who you are. All you have to do is look to him. Believe in Jesus Christ. Have faith in Jesus Christ. Trust in Jesus Christ. Depend upon him and only him. Not the preacher, not the church, not the baptismal pool, not speaking in some unknown tongue, not in running around the church, not in giving money to the church or working for the church or doing good deeds. There are many people doing good deeds down in Florida tonight trying to help people in the darkness. But that will not get them into heaven. If they depend upon that, it will only get them into the darkness of hell to be tormented and to burn forever. For Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any of the any of the prophets prophets or apostles. Uh, he preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because that's where you're going if you don't believe in him and trust in him and pray and ask him to come into your heart to save your soul and receive him into your heart and your life. He did all of that for you and for me and for everybody in the world. And so all you have to do, my dear friend, is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as he said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In another place in the Bible, uh, the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My dear friend, this is your opportunity. Take it. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase as I pray the sinner's prayer for your benefit. And believe in your heart in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I realize and I accept the fact that I am a wicked sinner. And that I have done evil in your sight. I have no price in my hand to bring. I acknowledge and admit that I've done evil in your sight. And I deserve to die and go to hell. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my wretched soul.
and please forgive me of all of my sins as I humbly believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, paying my sin debt, who was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins and help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you pray that prayer with me and you were sincere and you believed in your heart by faith in Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins, then according to God's holy word, the Holy Bible, you are now saved and on your way to heaven by the grace of God, not by anything you have done. And uh, you will not be going to hell. And so, may I congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. To help you to grow in your newfound faith in life, please go to gospellightsociety.com and get my free book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door and you have just entered in. And in that little book, uh, there are uh, some simple steps you need to take in order so that you can get established in the Christian faith and grow in the Christian faith and be the Christian disciple that God wants you to be. <coughs> Pardon me. Also, send in an email to me on the email that is on your page where you are, the platform that you're on, or you can email me directly at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know that you got saved tonight so that we can rejoice with you and send you more materials and be prepared to answer any questions you may have and to uh, pray for you. If you have a prayer request, send that in to that email, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. With that said, my beloved, we're going to uh, continue on with our standing between the living and the dead service already in progress. For those of you who got saved uh, tonight, this will be your first Bible study. We're at Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ. And what a way to start your, your new journey with Christ. Starting at the uh, beginning of the life of Christ in the book of Matthew. The son of David, the son of Abraham, 
Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judas and his brethren, and Judas begot Phares and Zerah of Thamah, and Phares begot Isram, and Isram begot Aram. And Aram begot Aminadab, and Aminadab begot Naasson, and Naasson begot Salmon, and Salmon begot Boaz of Rahab, and Boaz begot Obed of Ruth. Remember now, Rahab was a harlot, a whore who sold her body for a living. Uh, uh, but she got saved, and if you will, and uh, is in the lineage of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of Ruth and Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David, and not too far from King David. She was like, uh, what, the grandmother, great-grandmother of David. Uh, the king, and David the king begot Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. Uh, uh, he, Solomon is in the line because uh, he came about through adultery and murder, and yet he's in uh, the lineage of the Lord Jesus Christ because of the sin of David. And Solomon begot Roboam, and Roboam begot Abiah, and Abiah begot Asa, and Asa begot Jehoshaphat. Uh, but don't you worry, they, they suffered the consequences. David suffered the consequences of his sins. And so did Solomon, and, and uh, third and fourth generation, and all of that. And Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Ozias, and Ozias begot Joatham, and Joatham begot Achaz, and Achaz begot Ezekias, and Ezekias begot Manassas, and Manassas begot Amon, and Amon begot Josias, and Josias begot Jeconias and his brethren. About the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begot Salathiel, Salathiel, and Salathiel begot uh, Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begot Abiud, and Abiud begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azor, and Azor begot Sadak, and Sadak begot Achim, and Achim begot Eliud, and Eliud begot Eleazar, and Eleazar begot Mathen, and Mathen begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all of the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. And before we pray, let me just say here, I want you to notice the patience of God and, and how that God takes his time to do certain things. Now, he could have uh, had Jesus to be born a long time ago. But uh, for his, uh, according to his will, he did it this way.
And so do not be in a hurry with God. If things are not going fast enough for you, uh, it may not be you to turn out to be the great preacher. It may be your grandson. Uh, it may be your great-grandson. It may not be you to be the one to completely turn the family around uh, to righteousness. You, God may use you a little bit. And God may use your descendants a little bit more than it may be your grandchild or your great-grandchild to completely turn the family around to God. So, uh, there are prayers that you might be praying right now that you may not see them answered. Many saints have died not seeing their prayers answered. Many. Okay? And you may be in that number. Uh, but God heard your prayers. And God can and will answer your prayers in the next generation or the generation after that. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for your holy word and for this time of Bible study. Grant us all your energy, strength, unction, anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to uh, understand it and to comprehend it, to love it, to cherish it, and to obey it, and then to proclaim your holy gospel. Uh, in Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I just read in your hearing, uh, Thus saith the Lord, at Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. Now here is the sense of it, the understanding of it, if you will, uh, as evidently we did not finish it last time. We're in the BKC with the help of the Holy Ghost. Another interesting fact about Matthew's genealogy is the inclusion of four Old Testament women, Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Solomon's mother Bathsheba. All of these women, as well as most of the men, men were questionable in some way, particularly regarding their character. Tamar and Rahab were prostitutes. Ruth was a foreigner, a Moabitess, and Bathsheba committed adultery, and she was a black woman, many believe. Matthew may have included these women to, in order to emphasize that God's choices in dealing with people are all of his grace. Now this, now this does not mean you ought to go out and be a whore or a whoremonger, to fit in. And this does not mean that you uh, ought to carry yourself that way and become an adulterer or an adulteress. Well, they did it. No, 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 no. no. Uh, God does not want you to do that. Because they suffer the consequences too. Very painful consequences. And you will too. And by hearing this example and reading the word of God, you know better. And so your consequences may be worse. And see, when you're dealing with God, as I just explained to you in another way, how patient God is, uh, you need to understand that when you're dealing with God, uh, as someone said a long time ago, the wheels of God grind very slow. 
but they grind very short. And they will run you down. And you will suffer the consequences when you know better. Particularly. Perhaps also he included these women in order to put Jewish pride in its place, some believe. When the fifth woman, Mary, was mentioned in the genealogy, an important change occurred. The genealogy consistently repeated the father of until it came to Mary. At that point, Matthew changed and said of whom was born Jesus. The of whom is a feminine relative pronoun clearly indicating that Jesus was the physical child of Mary, but that Joseph was not his physical father. Who was his father? Well, you know, God Almighty, the creator of the universe. This miraculous conception and birth are explained in chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. And so we will pick that up uh, if the Lord tarries and we live until next time. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for your eternal word. And Lord, I praise you and thank you for my children who uh, have to go through your holy word with me in helping me to uh, preach and teach your holy word. What a blessing that has been. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life and pray without ceasing to God about everything and for wisdom to understand his word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies. Death to so many things before you die. Death to marriages. Death to relationships. Uh, death to material things. 
You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately, you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold, dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ, the loving and lowly one, preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21, 8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death, because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again. And you're ready to trust him as your Savior. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already 
broken out of your Ten Commandments, and so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospelitesociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and, uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back. And I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us, and we will continue to pray for you. God bless you until next time. <laughs>